Unstoppable Success Radio, episode 269. I'm Kelly Roach, and you are listening to Unstoppable Success Radio, the podcast for achievers, believers, dreamers, and doers who want to build a profitable, sustainable business around a life of purpose, fulfillment, freedom, and family. Now let's get down to business. Welcome to Unstoppable Success Radio. I am your host, Kelly Roach, and I am thrilled to be back here today with an unbelievable guest for you guys. His name is Sapiwe Baleka, and he believes and lives upon the premise that anyone with four minutes can get fit, and we're going to dive into that today. Sapiwe, welcome to the show. Thank you, Kelly. I am so excited to be here. It's an honor. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, you've won world championships in swimming. You've had an unbelievable career, and now you're helping people around the world to get fit. So I'm really, really excited uh, to learn from you today and to share uh, your your journey, your experience, and some tips and strategies with our listeners that they can pull from what you're doing out there to make a difference um, in your new business. So let me share a little bit about you, and then we can dive right in. Sapiwe Baleka is the founder of Fitness Trucking LLC, and he serves as the driver, health, and fitness coach at Prime Inc., one of America's largest trucking companies. His innovative on-the-go wellness program has helped thousands of truck drivers to lose weight and reclaim their health. 69% of truck drivers are obese, and the trucking industry is the least healthy industry of any in the country. His premise is that anyone with four minutes can get fit. So all of you entrepreneurs, listening today that are telling yourself that same old story about the time that you don't have to get fit and take care of your health and wellness. It's time to rip that band-aid off and make some changes because what works for truckers can work for any sedentary person, including each and every one of you guys listening today. Formerly, Balika served as the driver health editor for both Road King Magazine and the Trucking Network Magazine. After being raised in Chicago by a single dad, he graduated from Yale and is the first African-American ever to be named the first team all Ivy League swim team. He missed qualifying for the 92 Olympic swimming trials in the 100 freestyle by just 0.8 seconds, but we're going to change that. We're going to talk about it today. <laughs> and he's the author of Four Minute Fit with Simon and Schuster. So, Sophie, so much to talk about. Welcome to the show. Yes, we got a lot. I can't wait. Oh, my goodness gracious. So, first of all, I just want to um, backtrack a little bit. So, let's talk about your swimming career, and then let's talk about how did your swimming career, which you're still pursuing, um, merge into what you're doing with helping truck drivers to get fit? Okay. Um, you know, I started – again, you mentioned I, had re- I was raised by my father, and um, he was – concerned that I was deathly afraid of the water. Uh, we went on a family vacation when I was four years old and I wouldn't go anywhere near the ocean. And, and so he resolved that I was going to learn how to swim. So <laughs> he resolved it. <laughs> yeah, we got back from that trip and he signed me up for these swim lessons where if you don't get in the water, when they tell you, then, um, they march you to the deep end and push you off the diving uh-huh. board. Uh-huh. And yeah, that's how I learned how to swim. <laughs> I love it. Okay. All right. So, and then what happened? Well, I was, you know, by the time I was 10, I was a, a state champion swimmer. By the time I was in, you know, junior high school, I was um, nationally ranked swimmer. Coming out of high school, I was a top recruit. And, um, you know, I had opportunity to pretty much go to school where wherever I wanted. Um, and so I chose the most expensive school and made my dad pay for it. 
<laughs> there you go. Okay. Uh, so, I mean, swimming was, it was great. I mean, by, you know, when I was 10 years old, I, I, there weren't a lot of black swimmers back then. There still aren't so many now. Um, and I remember, you know, being told, Hey, you could be the first, you know, black swimmer on the U S Olympic swim team. And I was told that at 10 years old and I started giving interviews at like 11 and 12 and, and every day I, I was on a team that had, we had national champions and world record holders and, you know, even Olympians and Olympic champions. And I, and, you know, I trained with them and I lived with them and I saw them every day. So I kind of took it for granted that, okay, if I'm doing the same things they're doing that, you know, one day it'll be my turn. Um, so that was my goal, you know, from the time I was very young, um, my, my uncle had won a gold medal in the 64 Tokyo Olympics in the 110 meter high hurdles. Uh, and I remember when my father took me to see him and he put the medal in my hand and they were like, if you want one of these, you got to make a commitment. You got to pick a sport and make a commitment. And I was still playing other sports at the time, football and tennis and track and basketball and everything. Um, so at 12, I was like, okay, that's what I'm going to do. And, um, you know, Olympic swimmers at that time, they're 21, 22, 23 years old. So we're talking about a kid making a, a, a 10, 12 year commitment. And so my whole life had revolved around that. Uh, and so when I, when I failed to even make Olympic trials by such a close margin, all of a sudden that dream, that goal was over with just like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so how do you bounce back from that? What did, what did, what did that look like for you? For me, that looked like dropping out of school and traveling around the world with no job for about 15 years. Wow. Okay. <laughs> All right. And then what? And, well, I mean, I make light of it, but I mean, it was really amazing. It actually provided a lot of balance for me, Kelly, because, you know, for those 10 or 12 years, I woke up every morning knowing what I was going to do that hour, that oh, practice. Absolutely. You yes. know, the rest of the day, the week, the month, the year, that quadrennial four-year cycle, all leading up to 12 years down the road. So that hyper sort of life organization, what I needed now was nothing. For the first time, I would wake up and I would have absolutely nothing that I had to do. And so it was all about what do I want to do? And, you know, first thing I did was I hitchhiked across America and I went surfing and then I started traveling around the world and serving in various causes and nonprofit organizations and, you know, meeting great people and, and, and helping whether it was on organic farms or, you know, installing solar panels. Um, so that brought some balance to my life. Um, but eventually it got to the point where, um, you know, I'm older, amazing experiences, but the one thing I didn't do was make any money. Okay. They don't call it the nonprofit for no right. reason. Right. <laughs> So I was some somewhat burned out and realized I needed to do something different. Um, and I had a friend that was a truck driver and he said, you should drive a truck. It kind of, kind of, you know, suits your nomadic lifestyle and you've got plenty of time to think about what you want to do and you don't have a family yet so you can save money. So, um, by this time I didn't, even though I had gone back to school and, got my Yale degree. I didn't see going into corporate America. I didn't see where I fit in. I didn't see any other opportunities. And this seemed to be like the only thing I could do right then and there. So I got into trucking by default. That That's kind of how that happened. Okay. So you get into trucking and then how does it go from, 
from there to here. So, you know, you're, you're now creating this movement around America, uh, this four minute fit movement, which I absolutely love and I can't wait to, to dig into more. So, so tell me a little bit about that transformation because what I, what I love about your story, Sabine, is you have reinvented yourself and you've had so many different legs of your journey in so many different forms and fashion. And I think sometimes, you know, people think that where they are today is where they're always gonna be or, you know, that if they aren't where they ultimately are going to arrive that they're never going to get there so I, I think it's just a great inspiration seeing all the different legs of your journey and how you've taken your talent and your focus and use it in all of these different ways well I'm glad you mentioned that because you know here I was faced with this situation I didn't know anything about truck driving I'd never been in a truck um, and so I went to Prime Inc., which is a, a carrier in Springfield, Missouri, they have a great student driver program. And then when you graduate from there, you can get a job and they put you in a truck. So I went there um, and within the first two months of my driving career, I had gained 10.7% of my body weight. I was 140 pounds when I showed up. And two months later, I was 150, 155 pounds. So I gained 15 pounds in two months, which – might not seem like a lot to some people, but anytime you gain 10% of your body weight in such a short amount of time, that's extreme. And I realized that if I didn't take responsibility for my health and my wellness and, and my weight, that by the end of the year, I could be 30, 40, 50 pounds overweight and really unhealthy. It didn't take a rocket scientist to recognize where I was headed if I didn't you know, take responsibility right, right. and do something. So I had to answer the question, what's the most effective, least time-consuming way to do this in this unique environment? Because here I am living in a box, okay? Long-haul truck drivers, you know, they sleep in their trucks. We're on the road more than 300 days out of the year. We, we don't go home. We, we literally, everything we have is on the truck and we live on the truck. Um, we sleep on the truck. We do everything. So I'm living in a box. I don't have access to a kitchen. I have food storage issues. I'm not able to get to the organic farmer's market every weekend. Um, I'm not able to get to the gym. You know, gyms – I'm driving a tractor in a 53-foot trailer. Right, right. I, I don't like going off the main interstates and highways. Uh, so we're not getting to the gym. And even if I got to the gym, they're not set up for truck parking. Yeah. So there are all these obstacles and challenges that make this environment so unique. I mean it's – it, it, you, I might as well be an astronaut living in outer space, okay? Right. And I had to make a choice. Either this environment, this box that I'm living in is going to be my prison or it's going to be my cocoon. And when you talked about reinventing myself, I made a conscious decision that I was going to use this opportunity to find every kind of way to be productive, you know, starting first and foremost with, with my health, physical health. Um, and so I started, you know, you know, I started doing push-ups and sit-ups and, you know, watching what I eat and, and I wasn't really getting results. And then I started using all kinds of equipment, you know, like dumbbells and kettlebells and resistance bands and ankle weights and, you know, uh, weighted vests and weighted vests with resistance bands attached to them and sandbags and medicine balls and TRX training suspension systems and, and fold-up mountain bikes. I mean, Kelly, you name it. At some point, I had the equipment on my truck, okay? Um, and I tried every kind of diet, Weight Watchers, Atkins, Mediterranean, Paleo, Just Breathe Air, okay? I love it. okay. 
trying to find out what works and what doesn't work in this unique environment. And then one, you know, one day I was outside my truck, I was exercising and as would often happen, drivers would come over to me and we'd get to talking and the light bulb went off again. And I realized there's a nutrition and fitness program for everyone in America, except one that was specifically designed for long haul truck drivers in their unique environment. And that was when I realized, okay, there's 3.5 million truck drivers 69% of whom have what the American Medical Association calls the disease of obesity. So there's a real need, but there's also a real business opportunity. So I spent the next three years of my driving career designing such a system. I started studying metabolic endocrinology, which is how your hormones regulate your metabolism. And I I hacked my own metabolism. And I created this real simple step-by-step program call it my 13-week program, that any driver can do. It doesn't matter who you are, you know, you know, young, old, male, female, black or white, new driver, old driver, veteran driver. It doesn't matter. It's a system. And anybody that follows it would can get results. Um, and I brought this system to Prime. When my lease was up, I brought it to the owners at Prime. Uh, I brought it to Robert Lowe, who um, definitely cares about his drivers. Um, and he... I showed him how I could measure and make their metabolism 8% more efficient. He's like, man, this is exactly what we need. And so he created the position driver health and fitness coach for me um, at Prime. And then we implemented my 13-week program. And the first group of drivers that went through it did phenomenal. Average weight loss was like 19 pounds in 13 weeks. They weren't skipping meals. The second group that went through, uh, um, uh, one of the drivers lost 60 pounds in 13 weeks without skipping meals. And all of a sudden – I was outperforming every other weight loss program in the country with this group of drivers who, you know, had the most challenges, were the most unhealthy already. Um, And I started to publish the results and started to get media attention for being, one, the fittest truck driver in America, but two, I I would use that attention to talk about the issue of driver health and wellness. Oh, I love that. Well, I want to go back to to one of the points that you just made, which was that um, in the circumstances with the hardest, um, best excuse for why it couldn't work, you are getting the best results. And I think that that ties back to everybody listening today, each and every one of us, myself included, because we oftentimes, no matter what it is, whether it's business, relationship, career, health and wellness, you know, fitness, weight loss, whatever it is, you know, we, we always kind of give ourselves that little bit of excuse, well, my situation's harder, my company's unique, uh, the local environment is more challenging here, right? And, and yet again, we always see that the people with the will uh, and the perseverance and the, the mindset to succeed are always the ones that succeed regardless of the challenges at hand. So I love that that you shared that there. What's that saying? Necessity is the mother of invention? Yes, I love that. I love that. So peel the, the curtain back a little bit for us and, and walk us through a couple of the principles that your drivers now live by. Because remember, um, just like your drivers are in that box all day, every day, um, a lot of the people listening are too. It's just called a different name, like an office. So yes. <laughs> I know that a lot of the people listening are like, all right, give us the goods. Tell us some of the things your guys are doing because I want to lose 13 pounds and you know, a couple of weeks or whatever as well. Well, one of the first things I realized was um, my mindset had to change and specifically how I thought about exercising and working out. So um, 
in trying to test all these other approaches and things like that, like trying to do P90X on a truck is like ridiculous. Okay. You got to set up the equipment. <laughs> yeah. You got to figure out which DV by the time I was done with that, right. It'd be like two hours and, and I'm, and I couldn't do it. And it started, I had to start thinking, what are all the obstacles? What are all the things I use as an excuse to not work out? So the first one was my very concept of the, of a workout. If you have in your mind that in order to get results, it's got to take 30 minutes or 60 minutes, and all you have is 20 minutes available to you, what happens? You just don't do it. Yeah, you say, I don't have time. Yeah. Well, no, actually you did. You had 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. But because your concept was, oh, I need 30 or I got to go to the gym for an hour. I've got to get on the elliptical for 40 minutes. If that's your concept, when you do have opportunities to be effective, you won't, you won't seize them. Yeah. So I had to shrink the concept down. And then, you know, I realized that 15 minutes done correctly can give you the benefits of a one hour workout, right? So you can get the benefits one hour workout in 15 minutes if you know what you're doing. But I looked at all these other things. So if it involved setting up equipment, you know, I'm carrying this equipment on a truck and it's kind of a nuisance to carry it, take it out of the truck and get it set up. If it involved setting up equipment, I'd use that as an excuse. The further away I got from the truck, let's say there's a nice grassy pagoda up at the rest area. You know, I'm a hundred yards and I got to kind of walk up a hill to get there. You think I want to carry a set of equipment a hundred yards up a hill to start my workout? No, I don't want to do that. Right. Right. So again, the further away I got from my truck or the further away you have to get from your house or your bathroom or your bedroom, the further away you go, that's just one level of thinking and planning that you can make or break your, your decision to exercise. Agreed. Um, so location. So, Proximity. Yes, all of these things. And what it got down to was the only thing I could reasonably commit to every single day while I was on the truck was I literally had to be able to stop the truck, open the door, step out right on the side of my truck, move with, you know, move for 15 minutes, get back in my truck and drive off. If it was any more complicated than that, then I'd find an excuse. And so that was one of the major um, design principles of my program was it's, I limit you to 15 minutes. People love this program because you're limited to 15 minutes of exercise. Um, and what I also discovered was we used a lot of digital health equipment. I have to because I'm remotely coaching these drivers. And I was collecting, um, at the time, there was a device where I could get metabolic data directly. They don't make the device anymore. Um, but I used that and we did an analysis. And what it showed was, the minimum effective dosage for getting these great results, losing 7% of your body weight in just 13 weeks time, the minimum effective dosage was you had to get at least four minutes of what we call vigorous, intense activity. And that became the basis of this four minute movement was based on what the drivers were actually doing to lose weight. So even if you didn't have 15 minutes, if you do four minutes moving at maximum intensity all out four minutes and, and do that before you start your day to turn your metabolism on, you're going to lose, you're going to lose, you're going to lose the weight. Wow. And on average it was seven, it was 19 pounds or 7% of your body weight. And that's what I'm trying to teach, not just the trucking industry, but all of America now. That is crazy. And and I agree with you because I do believe that uh, having to leave your house, having to set up equipment, having to uh, do all this pre-planning before you even get to the workout itself is one of the biggest deterrents. But I think absolutely the biggest deterrent of all is the time. 
And yep. you're, you're saying, you know, no, no excuse for that anymore. Hey, you know, take an extra four minutes that you would be scrolling on Facebook and, you know, use it to, to get your health back on track. What are some of the, the core exercises that you have people incorporate into their, their power four minutes during this program? So that's a great question. Now you got to imagine I'm dealing with all, all these truck yes. drivers, all walks of life, all different, you know, physiological conditions. Some may have injuries. There's right. So what I had to do was figure out how can I give one command, one instruction, one marching order that will fit for everyone. And what we, what that is, is it's any movement you can do at maximum intensity. And by, by putting it out that way, um, it means anybody can do this. So if you have someone with an ankle or a knee or a hip injury, that doesn't mean you can't, you know, shadow box and move your arms with maximum intensity. If you've got a shoulder problem, that doesn't mean you can't, you know, hold, hold that arm close to you and, and, and march in place or run in place or hop from side to side. And true story, Kelly, right? Um, uh, someone that took up this program had um, didn't have the use of their feet and they were in a wheelchair and they lost 30 pounds in about 13 weeks by getting in the bed and rolling from side to side with maximum intensity. Insane. Most creative application of, of what I've been talking about that I've known to date. So, I mean, any body weight movement that you're doing, you want to, you know, if you can do squats, maybe you can't go all the way down when you do squats, but you go as far as you can. But the key is you have to go with maximum intensity, any movement. And the reason why that works is when you create this maximum demand for energy, your body's going to use its primary fuel source first. And that's the stored glucose in your muscle. That's, that's the sugar. It's, it comes from the carbohydrates you eat. That source, that supply that's in your muscle, for most people, it's going to last all of about 40 to 60 seconds, okay? If you keep moving with maximum intensity for an additional three minutes and your body's not able to get fuel to do that work from, from glucose because you're done with that, it has to get fuel from somewhere else. And that's when it switches over to your fat burning system. And because you need energy like everywhere in your body because you're moving with maximum intensity, it starts pulling from your sat fat cells at a, at a maximum rate. And all you're doing then is you do that for three minutes. Now that system is on. It's running. So even if you stop exercising at that point, you're now burning fat at an accelerated rate, even if you're sitting down at your desk or if you're sitting behind the wheel. I love that. That's so awesome. So let me ask you, as far as getting yourself into that zone for those three minutes, is there like a certain heart rate that you're trying to hit? Or how, do, how does someone know whether or not they're <laughs> pushing themselves to their max at the three minutes? The old school way of measuring that is if you're breathing so hard, you can barely finish a sentence. Got it. Okay. All right. I love it. I love it. You're keeping it simple. You're keeping it real. That's yes. awesome. Okay, but for so all those people out there that have like heart rate monitors and things like that, minimum is 80% of your maximum heart rate. Okay. Okay. I love it. That's great. So work it until you're clearly working it and you know that you're working it basically. Um, okay. So you do your three minutes of intensity. You keep it going. You're going to go on with your day. You're, you're, you know, doing all that. Now, obviously the diet uh, yes. is a huge piece of this. And, you know, you said yourself, I mean, there's so many challenges with being a truck driver when it comes to eating. So, so how do you help them through that hurdle? 
Okay, so that's the next part. So this it's this four minute fit movement is actually a two step process. Step number one is turn your metabolism on before you start your day so that you can be burning fat at an accelerated rate. So we just talked about that. That's where the the movement comes in. Now, once you turn your metabolism on, you want to keep it on. And the way you keep it on is by giving it work to do. And you give your metabolism work to do by eating. When you eat, your body has to do work to digest the food. So you want the what you want to do is you want to eat every three hours to make sure your metabolism doesn't turn off. The key, however, is you got to eat the right thing. And the right thing in this particular case is protein. Mm-hmm. Protein is, 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 is challenging for your body to digest. It has to work four times harder and four times longer than to digest the, the, the carbohydrates and fats. So when you eat protein, you give your body maximum work to do. And if you limit your carbs, then you are limiting the primary fuel source that it wants to use and you just make it quicker for your body to keep tapping into its fat stores. So it's real. It's actually real simple, Kelly. Turn your metabolism on before you start your day by moving with maximum intensity for four minutes, eat protein every three hours, and limit your carbs. That's it. It's real simple. I don't even need a whole book. I can, you know, one little page with three instructions on it. Absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. It's brilliant. And it's, it's, it's so important for entrepreneurs because, you know, we all think that we can just, you know, keep going like machines year after year, week after week. And we all know kind of where that ends. I've had lots of guests on the show that have shared their personal stories around that. So um, you are definitely changing lives. And uh, this movement that you're creating is absolutely amazing. And, and hopefully it spans uh, well beyond truck drivers and, and into the entrepreneurial community because we certainly need it. I will say that for sure. Well, so- that's that's the reason why the subtitle of the book is uh, it's Metabolism Accelerator for the, the Time Crunch desk bound and stressed out. And that's, if you're not a truck driver, that's pretty much everybody else in America too. Exactly. Exactly. So tell me a little bit about the course, the 13 week course where people can learn about it and also the book. Okay. So, um, the 13 week program, um, is available to, you know, I, I work in the trucking industry and sort of that's my goal is to revolutionize the trucking industry, but it is available to anyone. You can go to my website. It's just my name, www.sipiwaybaleka.com. You can go to my website and you can get the 13 week program or you can kind of put together a smaller program if you're not ready for the 13 week program where you can do four weeks where you get the, um, the, the, the workout, the 15 minute workout sent to you and you get coaching from us and in, in the nutrition. Um, and then the book is four minute fit. That's the name of the book, four minute fit. Um, you can go to my website or you can go to www.fourminutefitbook.com or you can just type that in and it's available everywhere on the internet. And the book actually explains the 13 week program and walks you through it so you can do it on your own. Um, and the idea was Simon and Schuster really believed that, um, if this was working for truck drivers who it's the most unhealthy occupation in America, they have the highest rate of obesity. They have the highest rate of what's called metabolic syndrome. It's a cluster of 60 medical disorders and 12 cancers have the lowest life expectancy of any occupation in America, right? 61 to 64 years of age, which means truck drivers are dying 10 to 15 years earlier than the average North American male. 
And so, and then they have the most restrictions as we talked about. So, you know, um, Simon and Schuster was like, if, if this is working for the most unhealthy group, this could work for everyone in America because we have an obesity problem in America. One out of three adults are obese and it's costing us $150 billion a year. It's affecting every sector of society. Only three out of 10 adult Americans that try to enlist in our armed services qualify. And the number one reason they get disqualified is obesity. So here we have a low to no cost solution. All of America, everyone in America can do their four minutes as a way to support the war against obesity, support the troops, right? Do your four minutes. Let's create a movement, a culture where we realize we can't afford as a, as an individual who's at risk, as a company that may be at risk because their employees are unhealthy, as a country that's at risk because we're unhealthy, we can't afford not to. So if this is working, it's the, you know, foundational, it's not going to solve all the problems, but if it's working and it's no cost, all we need to do is build a consciousness, a movement and make it, you know, this thing where it's cool. Everybody's doing it. And you ask your neighbor when you see him, Hey, did you do your four minutes today? And they're like, yeah, I did mine in the parking lot. Yeah, I did mine at the laundromat. If we could do that, it will have a massive effect on this obesity problem in America. Couldn't agree more. So you guys heard it here. Do your four minutes. Do it for yourself. Do it for our country. Do it to fight the war on obesity. Your family deserves the very best version of you. So anyway, this was absolutely awesome. I couldn't think of a more important topic for our community here on Unstoppable Success Radio to be hearing about. So thank you, thank you, thank you for everything that you shared here today. Hey, I really appreciate the opportunity, Kelly. Thank you. All right. So for all the listeners of Unstoppable Success Radio, I can venture to guess that you know at least one person that needs to start doing their four minutes each day and could benefit from all of the value that we shared here today. So share this episode with someone that you care about. Thank you so much for listening to the show. And until next time, I want to remind you to dream big, take action, and don't stop until you make it happen. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to Unstoppable Success Radio. And if you're not already a member of my private email community, I want you to text the word IGNITE to 44222. Text the word IGNITE to 44222 to get all the resources, trainings, swipe files, and tips I only share there. If you're not already a member, all you have to do is text IGNITE to 44222 to get in on all the action. Thanks so much.